You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. It's 20 minutes past uh, one and I'm loving your reaction. And of course, uh, we'll be talking about uh, World Milk Day. So milk is the item we'll be looking at and we'll be speaking to a dietitian. And of course, there are some politics involved in the world of milk that uh, we need to interrogate. But obviously with a different guest is my view. Um, one person has says, please include in your milk conversation the aspect of a huge prevalence of dairy or milk allergies. We'll touch on that. And lactose intolerance as well as the enormous cruelty in the dairy industry. A cow only produces milk when pregnant and dairy cows are forcibly impregnated their whole lives and their calves taken from them immediately to feed the veal industry they aren't even allowed to bind uh, rather to bond i think that's what you meant to say they're also mothers this is beyond cruel so let's include uh, so i wish we would include delicious alternative plant milk in your discussion oat almond rice macadamia milk and all the plant cheese alternatives absolutely um that was certainly on our agendas you know, milk substitutes, alternatives that we could uh, look at as a way of reducing the demands that are placed on uh, this industry, which then it, it, it um, makes. Then we see these sorts of practices. We see these sorts of practices that have been described in this particular WhatsApp. And I asked the question about the interesting uses uh, or things that you do with your milk. Um, and then Ashwin and Walter Frieden Park has said, as a golden milk is an old a an age old Indian tonic. Just add some black pepper to increase absorption as well as cloves or clove powder and grated ginger. Ashwin, that sounds heavenly. It just sounds heavenly because I just gave the base of that golden milk recipe and in fact it was just um, milk, turmeric and some honey. And Ashwin has said add cloves or clove powder and grated ginger. Nice one. And then also uh, Brian says yes, milk, ginger, turmeric and honey will do the trick. Uh, bring to the boil. So Brian has just added ginger to that concoction. Oh, imagine sipping on that in this weather. Oh, heavenly. Uh, another WhatsApp says milk, ginger, turmeric, honey, boil together. And um, another alternative is milk with, is it elachi? Is it elaki? I'm not sure about the spelling. Or rose syrup and some almond bits. That is the winner. We join Abigail Courtney now, registered dietitian and spokesperson for Rediscover Dairy, as we look at milk this afternoon. Good afternoon, Abigail. Hi, Adonia. How's it going? Uh, well, thank you. Uh, we're talking about milk this afternoon. Do What do you use it for? Anything interesting? Anything we could uh, look at? Well, I was just listening to your golden milk recipes, and I wanted to make a note. I make the golden milk too, but I use a bit of fresh turmeric because I find that the powdered one always floats to the top, and it always gets stuck on my, you know, my upper lip whenever I'm drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> but my personal favorite is making homemade pina. I love doing that with my any leftover milk that I have because mm-hmm. it's basically taking your milk, boiling it, and then adding some sort of an acid. So you can add maybe a bit of lemon juice or a you know, vinegar, and then what happens is the curd separates from the whey, and then you strain the curds, and that forms the base of your paneer. Um, and it's just absolutely delicious. And you can make the most beautiful curries and stews and, mm-hmm. and, and spreads, basically, with it. It's just, yeah, absolutely divine. My so, favorite. All right, so just complete the process, and then once it's separated, what do you do? Because, yes, I've, I've seen and eaten paneer, mm. but because uh, mm. obviously so, it has that shape. 
Yes. So what you do is you get a, a cheese class. I guess that's why they call it cheese class, isn't it? Or a piece of, um, you know, I, I don't actually have cheese class at home, so I just use a regular, um, like a clean lappy from the, from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you put the curds in there and then you strain it out. So you're basically compressing the curds so that a lot of the liquid comes out. Mm-hmm. You can put like a really heavy cast iron pot on top of it, maybe with like a liter of water or something just to really squish it down. Um, And then you let it set like that and then keep it in the fridge. And mine stays fresh for about, I would say like two or three days. Um, But it doesn't normally last that long in my house because we're just so busy eating it. It's so delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. What a simple, what a lovely simple recipe. And I think if you want to spice things up, you could obviously add your own seasoning, some herbs in there, you know, if you want to give it a different touch. Exactly. It's very similar to, you know, how you would uh, process tofu, you know, so you've got to add a bit of flavor to it, you know, um, if you can marinate it, you can, you know, make a stir fry out of it. It's just uh, very versatile, very delicious as well. (laughs) Lovely. All right. So some of our WhatsApps and voice notes are already coming in. One says, Ella Key is cardamom. Oh, why didn't you say so, man? (laughs) Cardamom. I can also imagine that one, uh, the aromatics and some of the, you know, when you think of clove and cardamom, then add it to milk or turmeric. Lovely, beautiful stuff. Uh So let's look at milk. Is it good or bad for you? Because to be an honest, Abigail, over the past couple of years, milk has had some negative publicity yeah. and it's left yeah. people yeah. uncertain about where they stand with milk. Mm-hmm. Look, I was actually reading a very interesting article literally yesterday when it came to milk. And, you know, they, uh, the article was arguing that milk is not made for human consumption. And I think that's something that a lot of people feel. We feel that, you know, milk is made for a baby cough. But if we think about it very logically, the only food that we ever eat in our whole lives that is specifically tailored for human consumption is breast milk. Nothing is really tailored for us to have, you know, and so we must think about it in that light. Um, You know, there are certainly people who can't tolerate milk. So like you mentioned, you touched Mm -hmm. on you know, people with protein, uh, milk protein allergies or lactose intolerance, you might not be able to have too much, you know, but, you know, I, what I try to educate people when it comes to milk is if you don't have those kinds of intolerances and, you know, um, think of dairy or, you know, our milk products almost like, I, I call it the Pinterest mom of, of, you know, sort of like a <laughs> Because it kind of does it all, you know. It, it has a little bit of like everything in it. And what I what I actually truly love the most about milk is that it is a whole food, which is incredibly important in this day and age because we are bombarded with what they call ultra-processed foods. And we are eating those on a daily basis. You know, some of the research points out that we, that developed countries, which I guess South Africa is kind of half and half, you know, between de- developed and developing, um, are having up to 50% of the intake coming from ultra-processed foods, which mm-hmm. are basically food-like products. You know, it's, it's ingredients that we put together and we pretend it's food. And milk is a whole food and it contains a whole bunch of naturally occurring nutrients which the body really easily absorbs. Let's look at those. You know, what are what are the nutritional benefits? So the way I always like to split it up and it just helps people remember, you know, is you have your macronutrients which are nutrients that our body needs in slightly larger quantities. So those are our proteins, our carbohydrates, and our fats. Now, milk contains all three. For the proteins, it contains high biological value proteins, which means it's got all your essential amino acids. It's a complete protein. Then we've got our carbohydrates, and and we know that milk contains milk sugar, which is our lactose, um, and that can be beneficial in terms of giving us a bit of extra energy. And it also has a very healthy complement of different types of fats. 
you know, so it's not just one kind of fat that's predominant. It's a lot of different fats that are all found, within, you know, within the milk fat. Then we have our micronutrients, which are uh, nutrients that we need in smaller quantities, and those are traditionally our vitamins and our minerals. Um, if we're having full cream milk, it's got vitamin A in it, um, and all milk has got vitamin B2 and B12 in it. So it's going to help us to unlock the energy that we're consuming. Mm. Um, and then we all know milk contains minerals. You know, We know it contains calcium. I think that that's what it's most known for. But it also contains other minerals. You know, It contains phosphorus and magnesium and really quite interesting, an electrolyte called uh, potassium. It's quite a good source of that, as well as zinc. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you think about it, it's, it's got all of these things inside of it all naturally occurring. We didn't have to add any of that in. Mm. And what happens is all of these things work together within this, what we call a food matrix, to give us health properties. Yeah. Um, and that's why milk is actually considered to be a functional food. So when we uh, see people in the movies getting milk in the middle of the night when they can't mm. sleep, I've often wondered mm-hmm. about that. Is, this, is mm. that just milk being marketed or is there truth to it? Look, I think from the response from all your readers, uh, all your listeners, first of all, we know milk is just incredibly comforting. I think that that's, you know, sort of well known by everyone. But interestingly, if we look at the science of it, if we look at the proteins that are found in milk, um, one of the amino acids, which is a building block of proteins, is called tryptophan. And tryptophan is a precursor to two very important substances that we have in our body. The one is serotonin, which is our feel-good neurotransmitter, so it makes us feel really good. And what tryptophan does is it helps to increase our serotonin levels during the light hours, so while we're awake, so we feel really good while we're awake. And what it also does is it's also a precursor to melatonin. Now, melatonin is our sleepy hormone. So what happens is when the sun goes down, our melatonin levels often do rise, and tryptophan will help to increase those melatonin levels when it's dark. And what melatonin does, if you've got sufficient quantities of it, it will help uh, with the quality of your sleep. Mm. And what some Mm. of the really recent research has shown is this is specifically helpful for older people who are, you know, struggling with age-related sleep disturbances. So it's a really sort of, again, I bring it back to... calcium probably, we are, the calcium probably comes in handy too because that's good for bones, right? Okay. And magnesium, you know, so from a sleep perspective, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, and it's a whole food that's naturally, you know, giving you all these nutrients. Again, it's you don't have to take a supplement. You don't have to, you know, go find a weird and wonderful food in the south of, you know, Peru or whatever. You know, <laughs> to get all these amazing nutrients, it's all right there in the milk that is available for majority of us. Yes. Oh, Abigail, thanks for chatting to us. Uh, thank you for coming on this it's- afternoon. It's such a pleasure. Shane, if anybody's got any questions or wants to leave comments, they can interact with us on Rediscover Dairies uh, social media pages. We've got Facebook, we've got Instagram. And I'm sure if people post their, their questions there, we can try and answer them. To the there are lots of questions. Like I said, the yeah, PR sure. on milk has been <laughs> abysmal lately. But uh, thank you so much. That's Abigail Courtenay, and she's a registered uh, dietitian.